you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today, cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals, where homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into BSP, just tune into Petrilli. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast, man. It's been an absolute journey. It's been a ride, and it's been a lot, a lot of fun. And I want to thank everybody out there for subscribing. Gained over 100 subscribers in the past 30 days. It's been absolutely awesome. Make sure you go check out my last video where I got to go to the NFC Championship game and watch the Philadelphia Eagles put an absolute beat down, a beat down on the San Francisco 49ers. I want to thank everybody out there tuning in, maybe for the first time for an actual episode rather than a couple of the other videos I've been putting out lately, but I'm going to continue doing them. 3,000 views. I mean, it's awesome just to see everything just build and build and build. You know, we're at 200. Let's get to 2,000. Let's get to 200,000, 2 million, and so on. We're having a lot of fun with it. I actually, I have some really cool news for the channel moving forward also. I'm waiting on a package to come in because we got a new sponsor, our very first sponsor for the BSP podcast. And I'll talk to you a little bit more about it. Once this stuff comes in, it'll be a little bit better effect, a little bit more, but some dramatic. What do you think? Who do you think the new sponsor is? I'm super excited. It's a lot of cool stuff coming your way. And I want you guys definitely hop on board because guess what? It's a lot of cool gear, a lot of, a lot of cool gear that I want you guys to go check out because we got the Super Bowl, baby, and we're going to break that down later on in the week. But I just want to give a quick recap video, my thoughts on the NFC Championship game, what happened, how the Eagles just dominated the 49ers from start to finish. And I want to give you all those, how to debunk all those loser 49ers fans and all their complaints and bitching and complaining and moaning uh, because they've been doing a lot of it. Their players have been doing a lot of it. And it's just great to see because they just don't, they just can't handle the loss. They can't handle the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles were a better team from start to finish. Oh my God, we were on our third, fourth string quarterback. It would have been so different if Mac Jones, if we had Mac Jones, like Colin Cowherd said. Like, no, dude. You want to know why your quarterback was out? Why both quarterbacks ended up getting out? Why Brock Purdy had a torn UCL? Because you couldn't block them. You couldn't block anybody on this Eagles defensive line. Guess what? Other teams have good defenses too. Everybody wanted to talk about how, oh, the 49ers defense is the best in the league. Joey, or not Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. Joey Bosa was getting roasted up in the stands. It's absolutely hilarious. Just being able to get into these guys' heads in their kitchen, in their grill, and just absolutely dominating from start to finish to end now, where we're a week past it, and they're still just in their fields, rightfully so. Don't get me wrong. They have had excuses, but guess what? You could have went out there. You could have brought in other quarterbacks if you really felt like it. You could have went. You could have got Kaepernick. That would have been funny. But, you know, or or you block number seven. That's what Shanahan said about Hassan Reddick, the second best, second best defensive player that was supposed to be out there. He went out and he destroyed your absolutely all of your game plan because you just said, oh, you know, play action passes. Most of the times a tight end has to 
fulfill that. You don't block one of the top five pass rushers in the league with a tight end, let alone George Kittle. He can hold his own a little bit, but now you're your backup tight ends and not even to give the man any credit saying, oh, number seven. Get out of here, bro. Show the man the respect that he deserves because he outplayed all of your defensive stars. Where was where was Nick? Nick had the one sack by the goal line there, right? It could have been a safety. Okay, cool. All right, you would have lost by what? 20, uh, 26 instead? Or <laughs> like the, it was no matter what happened to that football game, it was the trenches. It was the defensive line. All right, fine. Go ahead. Shift some guys over to help block Hassan Reddick, right? You have Josh Sweat. You have Nadamakin Sue putting uh, Johnson on the deck. Hits his head. It's an aggressive game. That's what happens when you just have monsters all over the defensive line. BG, Lindell Joseph. <sighs> I mean, our rookie first-round pick, 10th or 11th overall, Jordan Davis has barely gotten any work. And the guy's a monster. It's awesome. The secondary was a lot to do with it. A couple coverage sacks, some pressures, because they weren't able to get that ball out quick. That I was saying, you can't let them get the ball out over the middle. Make them throw to the outsides. Make them hold on to the ball and let your defensive line get home. And that's what happened. I, it was awesome. It was it was awesome to be there and experience that. And, you know, thank you, Robbie, his grandpa, get, giving us the tickets. It was so much fun. Matt from... <laughs> Uh, Matt from Next Level Chef, uh, Fox Show premiering. Make sure you go check out that video. It was absolutely a blast. I had so much fun with it. I hope from a lot of the feedback, I appreciate all the love because a lot of these videos sometimes, you know, especially this one, uh, I guarantee it. I'm going to put some clips out. Yeah, all, all this whining and complaining these 49ers fans are doing, and we're going to get them in the comments for sure because that's the way that they've been rolling. That's the way that they've been doing because they're a bunch of big crybabies. And bring it on, man, because guess what? The Eagles are playing in the Super Bowl. Win, lose, draw, but we ain't losing. We're in the Super Bowl. We're one game away, and I'm pumped. We're going to break that down a little bit later, but a little bit more on this game, man. You know, offensively, Eagles did what they wanted. I'm sitting there in the stands, right, and we got a, we had a 49er fan and a couple behind us. I'm like, you guys better not give the Eagles the football here. You give the Eagles the football, put seven on the board. Put it on the board. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, the Devontae Smith catch, right, that on, on fourth down there. I mean, just to be able to get his hands on it, number one. But does it hit the ground? Yeah. But guess what? A coach, an actual good coach, I'll get to him in a second, would go and throw that red challenge flag. Because that's a fourth down play. Your defense gets a stop. You get the ball at the 45. It's a big change. Big change. But they don't. Because that's what Kyle Shanahan has done his whole career, whether it's with the Falcons and with the 49ers a couple times now. The guy is good X's and O's. He has no feel for the game. He has no idea what momentum is. And he has struggled every single time he's had a big game. They beat the Packers last year, right? That was a huge win for them. You think maybe they get over the hump and then they fall off a cliff the next game. Were they supposed to be there? No, probably not. They scored, what, three points a couple years before that? He's just not a good head coach and has proven time and time again, and I'm tired of the overhyped because guess what? The guy on the other side, Nick Sirianni, he has no 
respect at all when it comes to his coaching ability. It is very underplayed how well Nick Sirianni has been able to rally the troops here. He has, I, I for me, 100%. I don't really think I, I the way that they have so much talent on this team, he doesn't really have to, you know, do too much. But then you could do not enough and end up what happens to teams like the 49ers, teams like the Bills, where you just botch it completely. He's found that nice balance. Now you have clowns like the safety up in New York for the Giants saying, you know, you can put anybody in there. That is not the case at all. You still need a guy to draw up these game plans, these first 20. Him and Shane Steichen have been absolutely perfect. Those first 20 plays that they script up beforehand going into the week, it's been beautiful. Against the Giants, bang, 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 bang. Right down the field, put it on the board, 7, 14 points right away. That's not nothing. That's not just letting your talent happen. That's scheming it up, putting them in the right positions. That's what all coaches say, right? Is, yeah, I got to do a better job getting my guys in the right positions to succeed. And that's what Nick has done. And I give him a lot of credit for that, where I haven't in the past. I haven't given Jonathan Gannon and this defense a lot of credit. But they have been able to find weaknesses now that they have the talent. They didn't have the talent last year. It's crazy the amount of of stepping back, you know, reflecting like I was right. I was right. You need the talent. You need the guys to be able to succeed. And Howie, Howie Roseman, the GM finally got the talent for them and they're finally capitalizing and they're doing what's best for their players. They said it, you know, what's your scheme, Jonathan Gannon? I, you know, I don't really have a scheme, you know, and everybody's freaking out. You don't have a scheme. I was, I wasn't well, because what he did say was, I want to go to the strengths of my players, and that's what he's finally doing. He has players with great strengths, and he's putting them in positions to succeed because how deep they are. And that's why I love, I absolutely love their chances going into the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. I, I mean, make sure you stay tuned for that episode coming out later in the week. Check out Cold One Conversations also with me and Harry Heaps. We'll do a little bit more of the betting aspect of it. But, man, it's been a lot of fun. Go check out my video of the NFC Championship game. The link's going to be in the description. Come on, 49ers fans. Come into the chat. Come on, bitch. I'll let you all grieve it out, all right? Do it in TikTok. Do it on my Instagram, in the YouTube comments. Come on. Bring it on, man, because your team sucked, and they got their asses kicked. Just remember that that's why you lost. Not because of this. Not because of that. They had opportunities with their starters in there. And they let it go. And they got dominated from the first whistle. It was 0-0 to start the football game, right? But you had your quarterback in there. First drive or two. They went. They dominated. That's why you lost. Go ahead. Bitch everything else, though. But guess what? Watch the Eagles. Watch the Eagles versus the Chiefs. It's going to be a good football game. Make sure you stay tuned. Click that subscribe button for more because we're going to be putting out heaters the rest of this weekend. I'm going to be at Chickies and Pete's on the Boulevard uh, watching with Andrew Salchunas and Tyrone Johnson working for 97.5 The Fanatic. We got big things coming. I'll probably tell you what the sponsor, new sponsor alert is on that episode Friday. Hopefully the packages come in and I'll be able to show you. So, all right, guys, shout out to the 215. Go Birds, baby. Let's go. Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl.